<laughs> what's good what's good welcome to the cannabis closet y'all what up what up it's 4 20 on the on the mountain standard time Not hi hi hi, hi. <laughs> smoke them if you got them smoke them if you got them i just realized i need to pack a freshie restart all my things all my all my screens oh, shut down I'm trying to smoke and it's not even it's not even ready i'm just like <laughs> inhaling the terpenes of it all so we're ready apparently our smokes aren't ready uh-huh. <laughs> i'm ready what's up next what's up schnooks loyal viewers thank you for being here we're talking about some important shit today oh that reminds me. As Go we ahead. do every day. Hello. We do. We do talk. But should we do the disclaimer? Or should we wait for more people to get in here to do this? Oh, uh, let's wait for more people, you know? And I think we should probably, you know, we should do it like uh, in our middle break too. Like we uh, reiterate that we are, um, <coughs> you know. We are not going to watch our mouths. We are not watching our mouths. <coughs> not at all. That one got better. What are y'all smoking on? Tell me, tell me. Hey, listen, y'all got to start joining me in the mornings for this workout. I have done, I didn't do any today, but I got my squats in the past listen, couple days. You don't have to work out with me. You can. I hope I motivate you to do so. But really, just come hang out. Also, if this doesn't motivate you to work out, look at this. I just started doing pull-ups and I started getting this little bit right here. Look at that. You know you want that. You I, do, I do. I do. You know, you know, um, you know, you know. But I got to get ready for ski season. So that's why I'm like definitely starting the squats. Like I got to get my legs ready. I got to get my knees and ankles. Maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll go this year. I didn't do anything last year. Honestly, I really suck at being um, a, a, a winter sports woman. <laughs> Do you have the appropriate warm weather clothing? Is I have the- warm weather clothing. Okay. I have a snowboard. What's up, Margo? Uh, I have a snowboard. I have the dopest boots, although they do have pink laces, which, you know, I'm not really into that kind of shit, but whatever. Pink works every once in a while. Yeah. Every once in a while. Oh, yo, real quick before I finish my snowboarding adventures. Happy birthday, Tupac. Woo-woo. Um, we miss you. Anyways, um, so that's why I'm wearing this shirt today in honor of Tupac. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't go last year. Every time. Okay. And then and then when I snowboard, I don't I don't leave like what's up, Tony? Mm-hmm. I don't leave the bunny slopes. <laughs> Listen, I'm 44 years old. I could break something. I don't know what I'm doing. I fall a lot. A lot. Yeah, I'm going to get you. I'll get you out there with Marla. You and Marla can just hang out in the lodge. I'll go. I'm hanging out in the lodge. I like being on the hill. <laughs> I like I'll, it. It's an I'll adventure. Down the mountain. <laughs> but I don't know how to stay upright is the problem. Um, I do like to snowshoe, though, too. So I could do that. And I've never <laughs> skied before. I like snowboarding. I, I like that better i think i don't well, know how, how can I up and go snowshoeing around because i've not done that as much though i have snowshoes and have for a couple of years now that's not some i don't uh, necessarily go by myself um and then uh snowboarding i just uh i 
I've been doing it for 20 plus years and um, intermittently though with uh, you know, living in Florida. And um, yeah, I, you don't snowboard in Florida. No, no, I used to come out here. That's before I moved here. I used to come out here for vacations and such and uh, learned that way. And then when I moved here, I was pretty confident. And, you know, now I can throw myself down the mountain with the best of them. So that's impressive. I want to. I want to be a good snowboarder. And I know sort of the fundamentals of staying on your feet. I just can't do it yet. Well, so sometimes like, my ride mind and my body or not. I'll I'll come ride with you. And because even like I'll ride with everybody. I don't care. I'll sit. I, I just like being outside and on the mountain too. So I'm uh, like, yeah, all day long and wait for you to fall down the mountain until you get to me. Um, but well, it pushes you, it pushes you to like, when you ride with someone with a higher level, it pushes you to do better. Yeah. Right. At least that's for me. So when I ride with people that are more advanced with me or I ride with skiers, I have to push myself a little bit harder so that I can keep up. And right. so it, because I don't like to not. Things can a queen is afraid of falling down a mountain and breaking every bone in her body. Well, I am scared of that, but I, yeah, I, I think more of the sense of if I'm going to go out, hopefully it'll be doing I, uh, something I love and um, I'll be okay with that because I've lived a really great life. <laughs> how I try to, you know, approach that situation. Yeah. <laughs> so when I first, Oh, you guys that whoever's just joining us, welcome to the cannabis closet podcast. Uh, just, there are there are a few of you in here now, so I just want to give a quick disclaimer that we are are explicit content. Um, don't want to offend anybody. Um, if you feel offended by things like fuck or worse, uh, then this might not be the place for you. And, <laughs> really that's, okay. <laughs> and that's okay. We understand. Um, um, we support you and and however you feel about just that. Share us. if you can't take us and you know share us with your friends that can yeah. um, if we're too much for you then uh you know send us along to those that um who need who need this much who need we're this too much, much i'm sure there's less out there that's my yeah. new that's my new thing right now uh if i'm too much go find less because i'm not gonna be less so don't don't be less don't be less. not gonna be impossible it gives me a headache honestly um yeah, it's like lacking you know it's like when you're uh, deficient in caffeine you know <laughs> you kind of get angry let me tell you guys about the time that i almost got my dateline episode when i first first moved here so <laughs> i'm really super outdoorsy and everything but my knees are kind of fucked up because well especially my right knee um i was in a motorcycle <laughs> What's up, Joshua? Um, I was in a motorcycle accident um, when I was 18. Uh, this moron that was driving the motorcycle that he was not supposed to be driving. Um, he was working with this guy that owned a shop. The guy said, you could ride that motorcycle, which was like a little, like, little barely put together thing, whatever. But he didn't want to ride that. He wanted to ride the little crotch rocket. So he took this other bike out. And um, it was already sold. So that's a problem. But he took this bike out and then he was he picked me up from work and uh, and he was taking me home. And I li- I'm, I'm from the south and I lived. Uh, well, they had just recently had just paved the road that we were on. <laughs> 
but my road was still a dirt road. So um, anyways, we're coming around the corner of the paved road and he loses control of the bike. He ends up having to lay the bike down. The bike lands on my knee. We go through this person. This person had like a yard on the corner. The bike lands on my knee and then spins out and into the woods across the street, across the dirt road and into the woods. And um, that could have been us. I was wearing not, uh, listen, I was wearing long pants, but I was not, in fact, wearing long sleeves. I did have a helmet on, but not a mark on my arms at all, nothing. And uh, my knee, it landed on my knee. So I did have uh, a pretty large size, um, like hematoma, but nothing broke. I was pretty lucky about it. But But I did have like a bruise for like three years plus. You could still see like a little gray spot on my knee after that. And then I have all kinds of, sometimes they hurt. (laughs) Sometimes they suck. So, so anyway, what was the point of that? Why was I telling you about my bad knees? Um, Probably because we were talking about snowboarding. Snowboarding. I don't know. Maybe, maybe y'all could tell me, but I have not the greatest knees. Oh, I was telling you about how I almost got my Dateline episode. Oh, yeah. I, can't forget that. I can't forget that. So my knees are, are shot. That was a, that was a, a, a pre-story to the, to, the, to the almost getting my Dateline episode. I was not going to have a speaking part if I got my Dateline episode at this point in time. Not like that one. No, no. I'm going to let you know that. So, so we, we first moved to Colorado. Um, my husband got here three months before me. And then when I got here, it was like December. And then, um, it was crazy. Cause in January, um, on, on the 1st of January, we had this huge water main burst <laughs> that happened in our, in our apartment. So that was a, a warm welcome from Colorado. And then, um, the day, I think like a couple weeks later, we had decided that we were going to go on a hike and it was on a Sunday and it was the day before school started. And I was registered to go finish my fucking college degree finally. Right. So we go out on this hike at Mesa Verde and it, uh, is a lot of uphill and there's a lot of spots where there's still like impacted ice and snow. So, in those spots, my feet were kind of slipping a little bit and it was fucking with my knee Ah. and my knee started swelling and we get up and we're not even, we're, we're kind of, I guess at the halfway mark, the sun's starting to go down and everything. And, um, and I can't, and I'm like, I don't know if I can go up any further because my knee is now swollen. It's big. And, um, so, and now because I'm overcompensating, my other knee is starting to hurt too. So then he says, well, cause he, he was a park ranger at one point there. And so he says, just stay here. I'm going to go check some stuff out. And he goes and he scouts some shit out and he's like, come on, we're going to go this way. It was like a shortcut, right? The shortcut goes from like being like this to like, just slowly, just like this. So we're, we're on a flat surface, but it's starting to incline and we're sliding at this point. And there's all these little tiny bushes that are dead because it's winter time. And I'm like trying to hold on to them. My dogs, which are both lab mixes. So they're not small dogs. (laughs) Here he is. Because they're not small dogs. They're like refusing to go through this and we're dragging them through. And then finally, and I'm like freaking out. I'm like, we're going to die here. This is it. This is it for me. 
we get this huge boulder. It's huge. And he goes, we got to go over the boulder. My knee is swollen. I can't bend my knee. <laughs> like We have to go over this huge boulder. So, and I want to tell you guys, I had proper footwear. I had like the yak tracks on and everything. Like I had hiking shoes. I had proper footwear and everything. It was just slippery out there. It was. Yeah, it is what it is. Like it doesn't yeah. matter you, how prepared you are. Your, your body. Right. Does right. So, um, and, and also side note, I had been living in Virginia for, you know, the previous six years, I think. And, um, we, we didn't have hiking. We don't have, you know, snow hiking. There's not that, that doesn't happen. So anyways, well, at least not where I live. So we, we get over the boulder, you guys, I did not get my episode and it's fine. That's why I'm here today. We get over the boulder. I'm freaking out. I'm like, don't let my dogs die. I would rather die before they die. Like I'm like freaking out. I'm having a a whole ass meltdown that we're all going to die there. And I was like, he's, he's going to kill us. Like he took us on this shortcut and then we're going to die here on the side of this mountain. And I get on the other side of that boulder and it's back on the trail and we're going downhill. And I was like, well, that wasn't so bad. Was it? Oh, what our brains do to us. It was so great. So anyway, you are, you are correct. It is, but I, uh, I made it head on. I love being outside. And I do too. It's again. my favorite. You can't, you can't try to kill me on the side of Mesa Verde today. Now I'm prepared for Mesa Verde today. Today. Yes. And yeah. what's scary now is the creepazoids that possibly, you know, watching all the criminal minds that I watch and also knowing that Colorado is the kind of a weird, uh, there are a lot of serial killers in Colorado. Yeah. We got a lot of places to put bodies where you would never find them. Not for, yeah, exactly. I'm, um, not, I'm not saying anything except what I'm saying. Um, I've it's taken, you know, I've gone off like off that. trails that on a trail and just kind of been like, Oh, this is a worn trail, worn path. Let's, let's hook a right. And Dr. B and I've been on hikes and found like open spaces that have been cleared out and it's like campfire set up. And it's like in the middle of it, you have, you'd have to like, yeah. Like everything up. The, people are crazy up here. People like, are crazy. And you know, most of them are white. So I'm just going to say that for the record. That's true. Most of white them are people not. are crazy. <laughs> Keep that in mind when interacting with somebody who looks like me. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about today? Let's um, some headlines. I want to do some headlines. Um, one thing, you know, while uh, earlier before we started, if anyone tuned in, we had our little, uh, promotion for the communities of color event happening in Philadelphia, um, during, um, during black cannabis week. So, uh, September 25th, 25th, right? Yeah. September 25th. Um, and, uh, yeah. That's, uh, that's our friend, uh, Jason Mitchell is, is, uh, promoting that and helping put that together, that event together. And, um, similarly, uh, you guys are going to remember Jason from when we did the last communities of color event. Um, and from, uh, he's co-hosted with us also. So yeah, check it out. If you're in the area, definitely get some tickets. Go see what's up. Mm -hmm. Um, some headlines today. There's a couple of good ones. Um, California lawmakers are advancing legislation, uh, providing for medical cannabis use in hospitals. Um, so 
there's a there's a Senate bill 311. It's called Ryan's Law, provides for terminally terminally ill patients uh, to use cannabis within the healthcare facility. So if you're terminally ill, um, and in uh, California there's a bill that's being that's in the Senate right now, California Senate that's being considered um, to, to allow cannabis to be provided for terminally ill patients. That's a step in the right direction. And of course it's coming from California because pioneers in the industry, right? Um, there are countries that allow that. They, they, they have like when you're in hospice, they have, uh, they provide vape pens and they allow for, you know, use of oils and things like that. Obviously, um, you would not be able to smoke a blunt in a healthcare facility. Um, it would be purely a medicinal uh, situation where oils and things of that nature would be provided. Uh, but this is this is good. I mean, definitely. Let me tell you something. If my way out is going to take longer than this then I definitely want cannabis to assist my days until it's time to say goodbye. So I think this is a good idea. Uh, Oh, this one, Texas uh, expansions to the medical cannabis uh, laws take effect. I'm getting these headlines off of uh, normal.org, by the way, N-O-R-M-L.org. If you guys want to read more about these stories. Um, Texas Normal and other advocates had sought uh, to further amend the bill to include eligibility for chronic pain patients and to raise the THC to 5%. Um, Right now, they only have it. It's a low THC. It's uh, high CBD products, low THC products. Um, House lawmakers agreed to the additional changes, but members of the Senate ultimately removed those provisions Oh, that's going to lead us right into our topic today. It really is. Um, So I'm skipping some of these stories because they are about our topic. Um, Okay. And Colorado uh, State Normal Affiliate urges no vote on ballot proposal to increase retail taxes on adult use marijuana sales. Of course. They, you know what? Every time there's a problem in life, you know what happens? They go, oh, well, we legalized cannabis, so let's just charge them more for it. Don't worry about the other industries across this great nation that could help provide for um, whatever it is that we need to pay for through our tax dollars. Never mind that people like, um, you know, uh, Jeff Bezos, for example, um, are not paying one cent in tax money and then building spaceships to go to other planets while ours is dying. You could tax Jeff Bezos and pay for a lot of shit. Uh, Colorado and America. I think I saw pictures of the three millionaires that are in this space race. The headline was like billionaires that are not taxed enough because obviously they're having a space race. Um, I don't, Listen, there's nothing wrong with being a millionaire, a billionaire, no, or whatever. Not at all. I'm not, but, I'm not doing that. I'm just saying the fact. Not that at all. Know. But what we have an issue with is that these people with all of this money are not paying. They're not paying their employees so that their employees can live in dignity. Okay. They're, they're, they're not, um, 
they're they call themselves philanthropists right but their philanthropy is just like a paper headline it's like a headline in the papers the other day i saw that amazon is providing um college tuition to those who wish to go to college but like when are they going to go to college amazon you don't even let them take bathroom breaks and they live in their car like what are you talking about right now so anyways an amazon's dream world uh, uh, <laughs> Colorado Normal is urging voters to decide against Initiative 25, opining that excessive taxation on regulated um, marijuana products will drive consumers back to the illicit market. Not a lie. That is a very true statement. Very true. Um, this ballot initiative is an unnecessary tax burden. And you continue to put it on cannabis, Colorado and every other state and everybody else. Stop putting it on us. Just because we're here doesn't mean that you should just nickel and dime us to death. I mean, really, it's a feature, not a flaw. We know that, right? We can understand that. They're doing it because they they want they want their cake. They want to be able to eat it too. Okay, we want to provide a situation where we can eliminate the underground and illicit market. Those are words that they say that I sincerely do not believe because if you wanted to eliminate the illicit market you would make the regulated market more accessible thank you that's it that's the that's it at the end of the day and continuing to pile taxes i uh when when i was i i need to do this more often because i tell you guys to do it but obviously there's no in-person meetings happening and things like that but uh, when I was working, uh, when I was behind the counter, I would let employees go home early or whatever they needed to do with the understanding that they had to make up the hour I let them off early by being in the city council meeting. You don't have to say anything. You just got to be there. You got to be there to represent. And hopefully that would encourage them to have something to say and to get involved, really. But we really do need to be in the room. And here's the thing I've argued against this in my own town is like, why are you putting the tax burden on our shoulders when there are so many other businesses in this? Put the tax burden on all of us. If you're going to put it on one of us, put it on all of us, because this is all of our town. This is all of our state. This is all of our right. country. Right. right. Yeah. Where so are all burden one industry? Right. And it's fun and not funny, but um, the tobacco industry actually did just ham or at least Colorado um, up here in the mountains. Um, they have started uh, additional tobacco taxes. And so it's like a 40 percent tax on tobacco products, anything tobacco related. And so it has changed the face of these head shops, that head shops that operate um, that sold tobacco related products, even, you know, and, and so they've had to kind of adjust as well. And, um, you know, but when we talk about, yes, those other industries and in ta taxation, it's like we're all of ours. It's like, oh, it has to be directed towards something. Well, are they, and I know that for, for tobaccos, the, some of the tax and it does they because of it and why they're required to advertise the way that they do is because of the lawsuits that happened. <laughs> you know? No, pause. For those of you who don't know, tobacco used to advertise on TV, on billboards and magazines everywhere. You could see and they you know used to Camel Joe. Do Camel Joe. They used to advertise with cartoons. I as an as a child of the 80s had figurines of Camel Joe with cigarette in his mouth. 
I, I did, I had all of that. So it, they were marketing to children. They were, they were marketing to children. Here's a question. Would you rather pay higher state taxes or allow, listen, paying higher state taxes is not going to stop big pharma from coming in. They're already here. They already own a lot of the MSOs that we see, which is uh, multi-state operations for those who don't know the lingo. They, they are already here. They are already big tobacco, uh, uh, um, big pharma. They are already in the cannabis space. Big cannabis is already in your cannabis space. That is who big cannabis is. That Make no mistake about it. These big cannabis, these big operators, a lot of them came from big pharma. A lot of them come from tobacco and they're still lobbying against us. They're playing, they're playing their game. They're They're lobbying against cannabis while making money in cannabis. Are you kidding me right now? And changing the way of cannabis, you know, taking (laughs) Sorry, I had (laughs) t-shirts and shit of this. I had everything. Well, yeah, you know, I remember where are the, of uh, the, um, did you, was, uh, the, the big Johnson shirts big in your area? Like, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, that whole, like the, you got to turn it around if you're wearing it and that's how we're, you know, that that's where, uh, you know, the, the things yeah. start as far as like yeah. code dress codes and, you know, what you're allowed to wear or see, or, you know, being assaulted at our eyes. I wore camel I Joe to school. I wore a cartoon camel with a cigarette hanging out his lip, sunglasses to school. They would have made us turn around. They would have been like, turn your shirt inside out. Go t- your parent has to bring you another set of clothes. Like they were, they would not no. allow any kind of. Um, like- I didn't get in trouble for that. I got in trouble because one time I went to school. Um, just, just, okay. I am a full grown woman now. Okay. I was a child in high school. And I was built like a child in high school and I was wearing a a little shirt and it came off the shoulder, like off one side of the shoulder and my bra strap, the bra that I did not need to wear, my bra strap was showing. (laughs) And one of my, one of somebody saw me in the hall and said something about it, a teacher. And I was like, I was like a progressive child. I was like, really, this is a problem. (laughs) Like, come on. But I could wear a cigarette camel to school. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, the cool shirts. Everybody wore cool shirts to school. Mm-hmm. Everybody wore that shit. I don't think we had the cools as much in Florida. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. not. I'm from I'm my fa- I mean, I went to high school in South Carolina and my family's from the South. I mean, you know. Yeah. All that yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. so um <laughs> We got just big pharma and everything. Um, We are talking today, though. What we want to talk about today is um, is your rights, actually, and how they're being hindered or suppressed. Um, Specifically um, three states today. I think that we're I think three or four states. I definitely we have three on 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 our mind. Um, Who do you want to start with? I mean, we do we want to tell all three and then we'll just toss it up in the air. The Mississippi, yeah. Mississippi Montana and South Dakota. Um, all recently, they all passed some form of legalized uh, cannabis on Election Day and are now um, things have stalled. Uh, statements from representatives are being said of, you know, 
completely uneducated uh, BS. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so there's a couple others too, because Florida too is dragging their feet on it on on um, the adult use bills. Um, I totally understand the Florida thing. I I wouldn't. They can't. I don't, I don't. know. It just even. Uh, no, I don't. If the voters pass it, the voters passed it. No, I'm just saying that. As That's the like language that we're. I mean, this I is what know. we're talking about, though. You can't. You can't ask. You can. Apparently, you can, especially if you're. Um, I'm not. I listen. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. I'm not going to tell you. I don't give a shit what party you're in. By the way, explicit language is going to be used here. I don't care about any of that. But but let's be very clear that Republican Republican led states are are rescinding these bills are are um, creating lawsuits against their citizens. You really you read, you read off a whole list earlier of states that were Republican led um, mm-hmm. and had voted for cannabis for cannabis and then elected a Republican official who was against cannabis. Yes. That's what's happening in South Dakota. In South Dakota. Um, specifically, which are um, like all my articles are on three different pages right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the one that I was, so this one's on, on the, on, on the, uh, on the normal website, the one I'm about to pull up here and I'm not putting it on the screen or anything for you guys. Uh, that's, that's Megan's thing. That's not my thing, but, um, <coughs> which one are you reading off of? Are you coming? Please? South Dakota, uh, lawmakers seek to repeal the vote permitting home cultivation of medical cannabis. So, um, Republican governor, governor Christie, was it Noam? Uh, she campaigned against this measure to allow home cultivation for medical cannabis consumers. Um, prior yeah. to the election, prior yeah. to the election, she campaigned against this and still got elected. I don't know. That could be a problem. So after she gets elected, now she files a lawsuit to reverse what the voters said they were cool with and they wanted. Is this the, this the South Dakota one uh, repealing and permitting home cultivation? Mm-hmm. Okay. They want to formally rescind the language in the law that permits patients to grow up to three, three marijuana plants, cannabis plants, a majority of House and Senate lawmakers would still need to approve those recommendations before they could take effect. Um, under the law, state regulators must begin issuing identification cards to qualified patients by May 15th, 2022. There's st- and, and then also, see here's, okay, lawmakers are bullshit. I'm just going to say that. Here's the bullshit of it. They also had another amendment on the, on the ballot. Um, and it was for adult use cannabis. 54% of South Dakota voters decided on election day in favor of the measure. However, their governor, who they elected, who is supposed to be a representative for the people, okay, <laughs> has facilitated litigation seeking to strike down the law as unconstitutional. And there's a judge in the state, in the Sixth Circuit Court. Her name is uh, 
Christina Klinger, and she ruled in favor of the challenge. She said that the measure violates state requirements that ballot measures not encompass more than one topic. So they wouldn't be able to vote for both a medical cannabis legislation and adult use cannabis legislation on the same ballot, according to this. They've yet to render a decision. It's in the, uh, it's the uh, let's see, uh, it's been appealed. It was appealed in April. There's yet to be a decision of either upholding or striking down the lower court's decision. So this is what we're talking about today. When you, a voter in your state, vote for something <clears throat> and it's unanimous or not unanimous. That's a, the wrong word. Sorry. Take that back. Strike that. Cut that out. But it is a majority rule. And the majority <laughs> has said. 70 percent of voters, you guys have said this is what we want. And then the person you vote for who is supposed to uphold the will of the people goes in and makes their own decisions about life and says no and and goes in and and, and litigates it. Like, what? Why are we electing people who are not going to listen to what we want and what we have to say? You gave us a vote for what? Why did you even give us a vote? For the illusion that we have a choice? So what do we do now that these people are in office and they are continuing to not listen to us? And this is, again, where we say, join those groups that are connecting or lobbying for your rights. No, be, you know, try to be in the room, be in the you know, digital room, digital space, writing the letters. Um, this is why we harp on this, because yes. this is happening so I talked about Mississippi. I'm just going to talk about this off the top of my head because I read yeah. this um, a couple weeks ago. But Mississippi overturned the voter-approved uh, legislation for medical cannabis in the state. And the reason that they did it was complete bullshit. They said that they didn't get enough signatures. from. They didn't get signatures from all of the congressional districts or from the, sorry, from the required amount of re congressional districts in the state, the according to their uh, to their laws, uh, legislation, constitution, they have to have signatures from all five, um, all five congressional districts, or from at least five congressional districts, is what it says. Something something to that effect. So. So at least five congressional districts. The problem in Mississippi is that there hasn't been five congressional districts in Mississippi since the 90s. And so what the group did who got this uh, got this uh, initiative on the ballot was they actually did their due diligence and went back into the books and made sure that they got signatures from all five congressional districts that happened to be in Mississippi prior to there only being four congressional districts. So they actually did get the signatures, but because the fifth congressional district or whatever is no longer recognized, the, the court threw it out as an illegal ballot measure. So the voters voted on it and the court threw it out and rescinded it. And what do you do? What do you do? I mean, that's like corruption, like just blatantly like thrown in your face of <clears throat> we're going to tell, we're going to make you feel like you have a say and uh, that. <laughs> but um, you don't. And you don't. Um, 
but really, and, and you know, unless we're going to be a squeaky wheel. And so we have to be squeaky wheels. We've gotten really complacent in Colorado as cannabis patients. And now we're, you know, now we're chasing, now we're chasing, uh, you know, and trying to catch up to, oh shit, <laughs> they're not making these regulations to benefit us. Um, they're making the right regulations to benefit money taxes um, that are not going back into you know, necessarily to our that are lobbying against cannabis while really? also while also profiting on cannabis. How is, I mean, how is that a thing that you can do? I just, I know life is not fair. Listen, I don't expect it to be one time when I was younger, um, me and it was in my twenties. Definitely. I was chilling with, my guy and we were waiting on the movie to start in the movie theater and uh we liked to people watch so we were chilling we were watching all the people and this kid put some money in the machine and it ate his money and he went to his dad and he said dad the machine ate my 50 cents and his dad looked him straight in his eye and goes that's life kid and did not give him another 50 cents and you know so i know life is not fair look that was just an example like walking up to the counter and being like yo the machine ate my 50 cents can I get it? Yeah. yeah, figure it out. But the point is, is that life is not fair. And sometimes the machine's going to eat your 50 cents. But how is it legal for you to both lobby against an industry that you're making millions on? How is that legal? I just, I don't get it. How is that a thing? Uh, the I just, same way that uh, we've made cannabis legal and there are still people sitting in jail for it. Hey, listen. So- and how we've made cannabis fun questions like that. <laughs> and how we've made cannabis legal in the United States. What are we united about? What part? What part? <laughs> what part? Like, I I got a part. It's gonna offend some people, um, but it starts with white and it ends with supremacy, and that's the part. <laughs> Sorry. Um. <laughs> am, I, am I wrong? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay, so look, and then, okay, so in, in Montana, on May 19th, the legislator amended the language of Initiative 190, reducing the number of homegrown plants to two per person in a home and instituting a 20% sales and a cap on THC potency. <clears throat> an, um, an executive director of Normal uh, says, this is yet an... Uh, another recent example of Republican lawmakers pushing back against the majority of voters who support reforming our failed marijuana laws. And absolutely that. Absolutely. Listen, if we vote for it and you put the language, listen, if the language is allowed to be voted on and that's the language that we voted on, that's what we said we wanted. That's what you give us. You know, Oklahoma had that issue. I don't know the specifics of it. But also Oklahoma lawmakers tried to come in and do that and um, reform the language that the voters had voted on. And the voters were like, no, fuck you. We're doing it and we're doing it now. So you should make regulations around what we're about to be doing. And they just did it. Be like Oklahoma in that sense. There's other things that we could avoid. Probably like Oklahoma. That's where I grew up too. I mean, well, that was go to go. Just shout out Stone Sister Pizza, Stone Sisters Pizza, Stone Sisters Pizza in Oklahoma City and Stone Edibles um, at your local Oklahoma dispensaries throughout. Um, I I, in Oklahoma ask for them. 
I'll have to, sister, next time we have a road trip east, we'll have to uh, stop in. Yeah, it's delicious sure. pizza. So we just talked about um, Mississippi. Um, uh, the initiative process was improper. <clears throat> so crazy. In Florida on April 22nd, the state Supreme Court ruled that, the, that an initiative effort by Make It Legal Florida was misleading and that it could not appear on the 2022 ballot. Why was it misleading? Because the organization, uh, first of all, the organization had already compiled more than 500 signatures or 500,000 signatures. They need 900,000 to get on the uh, ballot. Um, Now they're going to have to start over. The misleading language, according to the Chief Justice Charles Canday, a constitutional amendment cannot unequivocally permit or authorize conduct that is criminalized under federal law. So they can't put adult use cannabis or promote it or permit, say that it would be permitted by state law because it's still federally illegal. So there's, how do we, how do you write an initiative for the state when the state is not ever going to accept it as something? And does the does this begin a precedent in Florida and can they go back and overturn other cannabis laws because it's not federally legal? Can they overturn cannabis laws in Florida based on what this is saying? And your vote doesn't matter. That's where I'm like, what? <laughs> Why ask us if you're just going to do what you want to do anyway? To get them, get those, uh, you know, legislatures out of, legislators out of office. I I mean, that's the only, if you're not going to listen to our vote that way, we have to vote in the person that's already speaking our language. That. So, okay, here's the thing. Um, I, I might have one exception to this rule, but if you're, I, if you're old enough to remember being vaccinated for polio and that's how you lived through it, you should not be making decisions about what happens in America today. You are on your way out and we need people that are going to be here for a while to be making decisions and who understand what it's like to work in America today and live in America today. You know? And, and, and with all of my heart and soul, you guys, I love Mr. Bernie Sanders. I do. I love him. I think he does great things for the people. He would be an exception to my rule, except that I honestly think he needs to retire too and do his work in, in another capacity. In another capacity, correct. And and support right. that next generation or the next, you know, uh, not the next Bernie Sanders, but yes, again, that whole, again, let's talk about how we can really move our country forward together oh, and not together. Split. Yes. And I, and I want to say this, um, and I want to say this too, um, having said that about Mr. Bernie mm-hmm. Sanders, um, I also want to say that he uh, was the only one on the 2020 platform that had any cannabis laws that would have 
uh, benefited us, the people. And um, that included making sure that these big businesses did not crush small business entrepreneurs and making sure that um, that that uh, small businesses could thrive in the market. And yeah, so I just he had some some comprehensive cannabis reform that I could have gotten on board with, but we decided to elect the other old white guy. So I say we, as, I mean, that's what happened. Majority rule. As um, a, yeah, I, as I know not everybody voted for him. I get it. I'm a write-in kind of girl. I feel you. Listen, <laughs> listen, um, we've been duped. And I know this isn't a political show, but I just want to say this for the record. We've been duped into believing that our system is the only system that works. When in reality, like, other major countries have more than two party systems and that works and they have health care and like they have all kinds of stuff that in America they tell us we can't have. But anyways, that's but, another, that's and, another show. You know, exactly. But we are still very um, fortunate in terms of things. Um, sister was telling me about China implementing some new things. Like you can be on your phone for like three hours a day or no, three hours a week. You get access to internet. Can you imagine if Americans were limited to three hours of. I mean, no, listen, you don't have to imagine it. Listen, you don't have to imagine it because they're already starting to make laws that, um, that, uh, are going to hinder our access. So, mm -hmm. so it's already happening. It's, it's happening. already happening. We're just, we're just, uh, we're just, um, we're just, it's, it's not, it's not, uh, what we live with right now, but they're starting to implement it into what our children, and that's, you know what, that's why uh, Tide Pods aside, uh, Gen Z get it. Okay. Cause they are woke as fuck. I don't care what nobody has to say. Stop eating shit you're not supposed to be eating because we need you to have brain cells um, and such to fight the good fight. Um, they're going to start a revolution. You know, yes. Get, get on it. Um, have you ever, have you ever read or a revolution, but I can shoot a gun. <laughs> um, Ready Player One or read the book? I have not. I've listened to it. I haven't seen the the movie, but um, it's it's a fun it's a it's a pretty good listen. <clears throat> but he kind of break you know talks about you know it's post uh, us using all up all the energy <laughs> and um, you know not having gas anymore and what happens and uh, you know like um, I don't know it just gives a whole like again another aspect of like. I love that shit because it's not, I used to tell people, uh, you know, I lived in, uh, I'm not bragging, but I lived in Greece for two years and, um, I was in the military. Uh, and sometimes these kids would get so upset because they would go out in town or whatever, or they would talk to the, um, the Greek nationals who worked on the post with us. And they didn't speak English and they'd be so upset. And I'm like, but you're in Greece. Like that's a super entitled uh, standpoint. You like, that's a super entitled opinion you have that you expect somebody 
in a country that is not America to speak English to you. Why would you expect that? I don't understand. We look, I like to remind those people and I would like to remind you all that one time Greece was a superpower. Everybody falls. Yes. And our downfall is the greed of corporations and people who get rich off of corporations. And I'm not downing the rich. There are some good, rich people out there. I am one of them. I am also one of them. Change your language. Um, so when you have access to your riches, be a good, rich person. And do what you're supposed to do. Don't be, don't be one of those, you know? Okay. So Marla's saying, here's some things that you can do aside from the things that we always tell you, you can do. And we got a couple more things that we're going to talk about here. Make sure you're on the voter registration. So make sure you're on the voter rolls because there are a lot of States that are suppressing voters in that way by taking them, by removing them without their knowledge off of the voter rolls. So make sure you are on the voter rolls. Do your own research on all the issues and the people. They're, they send you out a little book so that you can read through it and then you can look things up. I would definitely, I have discussions with my friends about it too, or people that I know who are um, more aware of some of the issues or more involved in politics in that way. So I, in the language that is put yeah, in. Yeah, like what, is, like what does this mean? You can look it up just, but yeah, definitely do your own research. Don't just believe what everybody's telling you or what the majority rule is saying or what the news is saying and stop watching Fox news. Cause it's not a real news channel. Go actually vote, go vote, actually go vote. I know we've been talking about how your one vote thing is you do. There is one thing. But here's you the thing. Do. Here's the thing. I know we've been talking about how these States are suppressing the vote. And um, and people are being purged from the voter rolls and there's long lines and all this stuff. We talk about all that stuff. Right. But here's the thing that I always this is how I always think about it. This right here, the now that if if this initiative, if these initiatives are overturned and we really want to get involved, South Dakota, Mississippi, Florida, uh, Montana, Idaho, we haven't talked about them yet, but Idaho, um, if we want to get involved and we live in these places and we voted for this and they overturned our vote on some bullshit, that sounds like a class action lawsuit to me. Get everybody involved because now there's proof that you've made that vote and that they made that vote and that they, there's proof that this was the vote. This was proof. So if they're going to take us to court as a state and overturn what we asked them to do as our representatives, then we can take them to court as a group. Yes, they have more money by themselves than I have by myself, but as a group and a lot of attorneys, if you have enough people and they believe in the cause, they'll take it on for free until you win that class action and they'll have something in the contract. What's up? Um, they'll have something in the contract that'll say um, that'll say, you know, they get a percentage of whatever it is, you know. Right. So the point lawyer being things, lawyer things. that this kind of uh, I always point the wrong direction on StreamYard. But this kind of shit 
um, is that's where my my article is, is over here. This kind of shit is going to continue to happen as long as we allow it to happen. And that's it. And that's the bottom line of it. If you don't want it to happen, then you have to be a part of the solution. We have to be a part of the solution of the discussion. Definitely of the discussion. It starts here. So I appreciate everybody that's coming through and making commentary today um, that, you know, that's that's where we start, because if we keep talking about this and keep talking about it, then we're going to see more people taking action. I want to hit Idaho real quick. Um, Idaho, the legislature, the legislator is attempting to institute a state constitutional ban on legalizing certain psychoactive drugs such as marijuana that's in the language this would prevent any medical or recreational legalization from happening in the state so they wouldn't even they wouldn't even give uh the voters an opportunity to speak on it and you know i know what? i know that it i know that it is a sticky subject to say hey to talk about different parties listen i think that they are two wings of the same bird. I don't the same bird. I love that. I don't like with this two party system is bullshit and it doesn't work. It's it's absolute bullshit. Here's the thing. These these laws that and these uh, these re uh reinstatements and overturning and all of these all of these things that are happening are happening in Republican led states. So what's important to you? You got to decide what's important to you. And then we also have to, you know, when we, and I, 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 we live in Colorado, so my references are always Colorado driven, but I think about how many um, Texas plates, you know, that I see and before, you know, Florida was legal, how, you know, like the Florida, you know, migration. Okay. um, and and so, but then I was actually talking to some patients who are from Texas, but they actually did move here because, of, you know, they wanted access to cannabis and they actually lobbied for it and helped get it, you know, into their county. And um, <clears throat> And he was telling me about it. He's like, but we're from Texas. And he's like, and he was talking about that they had just legalized something else or was trying to make it better. I was like, but think about all of the Texans that go home from Colorado. This is their second home and they go home from Colorado. You think everyone's just leaving their medicine in Colorado for when they come back? No. Listen, that's, 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 that's as ludicrous as thinking that I'm going to shove a candy bar in your kid's Halloween basket. Do you know how much that shit costs? No, I'm not leaving it here. Are you kidding me right now? I'm driving the speed limit back home. That's what I'm doing. Are you kidding? <laughs> So, you know, yes, exactly. So, Um, so again, this is thing like you want your cake and eat it too. And so I'm just going to go travel to Colorado and, and, and utilize their benefits and then go back and vote for my, you know, just, it's just, I just, yeah, it's crazy to me. So that's the thing is um, if you're going to vote Republican, Maybe there should be some Republicans that care about your health as much as they care about the other things. This is the thing. Here's where is that, that, is that even hey. a word that gets to associated with? No. Listen, put that aside. Listen, let's put that aside. Let's talk. <laughs> I don't give a shit what your governor, your mayor, your senator, 
whatever, whoever believes in. I don't care what they believe in. And I don't honestly care what you believe in. Here's what I know you believe in, though. You believe that your vote counts, right? So, so I'm talking, I'm just talking, <laughs> I'm just talking to people who choose who choose the conservative and or Republican type parties. Okay. And, and, you know, there's sub parties within that, but I'm just, I'm speaking to you directly. Listen, we don't see eye to eye on a lot of shit. I'm very progressive. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm for humanity, whatever benefits humans, humans, every human don't care about their life. Like if they not hurting me or themselves or somebody else, I don't give a shit. Look, But one thing we can agree on is that if you vote on it and a majority votes on it, well, we might not be able to agree on that after the last election, but hear me out. If you vote on it and a majority votes on it, and we're not talking about people, we're talking about like a ballot measure. And then the person you voted for says, "Ah, I don't like that. I know you voted for it and you also voted for me to speak for you. The majority, seventy percent is a majority. That means that also that's a lot. The, of that is a majority number. This. Yeah, that that's that means also a lot of Republicans part. voted for this. This this subject goes across party lines. Yes, this subject goes across party lines. It is it is becoming more acceptable more acceptable across both parties. So what we can agree on is that if you vote for a ba- ballot initiative and that ballot initiative gets a majority vote that you probably are not going to be happy that the person you voted for didn't go and speak for you, but went instead and spoke for themselves. Right. I feel like we can agree on that. So if you're going to elect somebody from the Republican party, hold them to task. Yeah. Hold them accountable for what they got elected for. Um, if that's what they're and, um, that's and what corrupt they're- shit. Or what that's we corruption, uh, right? Mm-hmm. That's some corrupt shit. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this: if okay. I if I vote for a progressive or whomever I vote for on the left, uh, I do a lot of write-in stuff. I'm a rebel. Um, if I vote for that person, that person gets elected into office, and then tears down a ballot initiative that a majority of the people, myself included, also voted for, I'm going to have a big problem with that. We're going to have to have a conversation about whether or not you should be holding office. Did I hire the right person for this position? Listen, it's a job, right? If you don't do your job, what happens? Why do you get to stay there if you're, yeah, if you're not doing your job? And when it comes to cannabis, South Dakota, you're not doing your job. Florida, you're not doing your job. Idaho, you're not doing your job. Montana, you're not doing your job. Montana. You're just not doing your job. Who did I miss? Mississippi. Mississippi, you're not doing your fucking job. Oh, Minnesota's doing something good. My sister sent me a... I want to say, too, Colorado. You're not doing your job. I still want to talk to Jared Paulus. Colorado. Jared Paulus. It doesn't matter what party. Make sure the person is holding to what you want them too if they aren't then yes vote to their word they said they were going to be this person when you elected them and if they're not going to do the job that you elected them to do then they don't get to hold office exactly it i don't care if it's about cannabis or anything else but that is funny i am still a registered republican um 
I registered yeah. it when I was allowed to register and I never changed it because I was, you know, parental influence kind of thing. And I just never changed it. And, um, I, <laughs> well, I apparently we have a Republican yeah. on the show. <laughs> she said, you know, no Republicans are listening to your asses, but like, apparently we have one right here on the show. Registered Republican, not, you know. <laughs> I'm a registered Democrat. And the only reason I'm a registered, I was not prior to um, the 2016 election. Um, but the only reason I registered as a Democrat was because I could, on- that was the only way that I could go um, vote in the primary for Bernie Sanders. So I registered as a Democrat. Yes. Um, so a little fun fact. Oh, Happy 420 East Coast. Coast. Nope. West Coast. Sorry, West Coast. I made it. I caught it. <laughs> Crazy. Um, anyone from the West Coast with us today? Happy 420. I think uh, Dusty's still on West Coast time until until time change. Ah. And then he comes over to the dark side. Um, So my sister sent me um, an article from Ganjapreneur um, that Minnesota dispensaries are hosting cannabis expungement clinics. Um, So the medical cannabis dispensaries in Minnesota are partnering partnering with volunteer attorneys from St. Paul's Mitchell Hamlin School of Law to host expungement clinics and help people clear their records of nonviolent cannabis charges. Nice. Um, Um, Here's my... I know. Listen, let me just be devil's advocate here. Y'all know who they are. Why do people have to go and expunge their own cannabis record? You know who they are and you know what their record is. Don't tell me you don't. That's a lie. You can get it. You can figure it out. So, so what you're telling me is not only did they have to serve time, and spend time away from their family and missing out on life and missing out on skills that they could have acquired over that time. And also not being able to, um, in the, in the evolution of the cannabis industry, not being able to work in this industry, in the skill set that they know they have, because that's what they were arrested for. Okay. We got that person. You took all of that away from them. And now you're like, Go figure out how to expunge your own record. Shouldn't you do that for them at the very fucking least? Yeah. I think you owe them something. Or at least make that list that they're supposed to be on very easily accessible because yes. that's what's also happening is that <clears throat> these little, they're getting buried, you know, and not, you know, being it. So when we talked, when we talked to, um, the Canna Convict Project in Missouri, that was one of the, pro- that's one of the problems that they face is that um, they can't find these individuals. It's not on the registry for some reason. And then they and have they to have access, to access like, a like a family or a family. friend to find out about them. This is um, what they were saying. So I feel like there's a better way for sure. I don't know if that's like that in every state or anything, but I, you know, it's just, it seems a little bit like, why can't I find these people to, you know, but you know, they have they they know where they are. Right. Listen, they know where they are as much as the military knows exactly where I am even right now. And I haven't been in, in the military actively or in the reserves for years, but they know where I'm at. Right. Mm-hmm. 
That's all I'm saying. So I think that don't make these prisoners of the cannabis or the drug war, drug war, don't make them, uh, don't make them also work harder. Right. So then, they, then the, the thought of them having to go find a lawyer to file their you know paperwork okay. to get the you know like that exactly this is so intricate. When we think about it, like it's not just a surface level. Oh, you have to go do some paperwork. No, no, that's not it. It's anyway. <laughs> uh, it, yes, very intricate, and that's again. Uh, you know, we wrote our letters in um, to. A comment on the decriminalization bill and um that's my one of my comments was it's all in the details y'all are saying the right words and saying the right headlines but you're not giving any of the details of how your social equity will work or what the mm-hmm. year will go back to and protecting small businesses and uh and, mm-hmm. and not allowing for big industry you know it's so vague so, it's so vague it was so, so that vague. it can be fully loopholed. It's the feature, not the flaw. It's the feature, not the flaw. And also, I told you that I had new terminology. And I feel like it's better terminology. You don't have to go with me on this. But I think it sounds better than communities of like communities of color or people of color. And that is the global majority. The global majority. The global majority does not look like me. Do we know? Do we have the? Do we know? I don't know the exact numbers, but I can tell you there's a lot of melanin out there. Sister, <laughs> get on it. Find me an answer. <laughs> Listen, it's the only reason I like TikTok is because I learn things and I grow. Sometimes, sometimes I get frustrated, like when they take my flyer down. Because it has a cannabis leaf on it. It's just a flyer. There's no way. It didn't even have They were like, illegal. It's illegal. And I was like, but it's not. It could be hemp for all you know. Get out of here. And because we use the word, it's just a word. It's not even, I mean. It's in in the dictionary. Should I start using an at symbol or something in the middle of that skirt? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what TikTok, but oh, speaking of TikTok, we are trying to get to a thousand followers. I don't know why, uh, so that we can go live together. I can go live on my channel currently, (laughs) as long as they don't ban me. And I cannot because I do not post enough. Um, And then so that is our challenge too. That's my challenge: is that we want to get to a thousand followers. I want to get more uh, comfortable with the social aspect of uh, putting my, you know, I I don't know, doing those things. I have Um, a picture of this thing. So um, yes, I we. So share, uh, share us. uh, We are also twitch.tv slash closet four twenty. If you're not watching us there. Um, if you join us there, it's a fun way to interact with us um, and a good way for us to start being able to monetize quickly. We are looking to do this for like the full time, <laughs> like a full time, oh, like man. we would like to uh, be able to travel with our podcast, come to your state, talk to uh, your people, have a show. And uh, this is the piece that we, uh, when we get to a thousand followers, uh, we will go live and we will do a, a little uh, drawing of um who gets to take this home? And so it's, uh, did we, did we name him yet? I don't think we named him yet. 
He does have a banger and a bowl. I just want to let you guys know that. Banger so. beast? What is it? That's that's his screen name. That's his screen name. <laughs> like, why are you saying that? Like, what is that? No, that's his screen name. Um, so yeah, we're giving this away when we reach a thousand followers on our TikTok. And I, I feel like um, I might have, we might have another one, another giveaway right after that so that we can also boost our Instagram. So if you guys want to follow us on Instagram too, and um, that would be very helpful. Follow us everywhere you see us. Follow us. Share. Very helpful. It's the thing um, about being on a camera as part of the thing that we do is that we actually have to participate in the social media aspect. Um, so, but I would say, okay, so China has the largest ethnic majority, but Chinese people are also not white. Um, so, and I'm totally incorrect. She says also, so she's still doing the research on that. (laughs) We're just, we're just going in the moment. And that's what I want to tell you guys to be in the moment. Um, put us up at cannabisclosetfour 420 at gmail.com if you want to hear us talk about anything in particular or specific to uh, your state, uh, your, uh, you know, questions. Um, and I got to you- say, I'm a little disappointed at the action we're getting or the non-action we're getting in our, in our Gmail. <laughs> Email us, talk to us, have a conversation with us. We would love it. Is it um, I mean, I don't, maybe people are, I mean, I would think that we don't have yeah. any like reason to not get emails from somebody, but um, we also have great. a discord, you know? Yeah. And if you want to invite to that discord, then shoot us over an email and uh, oh, we'll, we'll. Sister is the worst Googler, but she also always is a plethora of information. Um, That's okay. So... We'll figure it out. But I think I would say that, um, yeah. I like the global majority. I would I would prefer it. I don't even at this point I don't know majority. if I care if it's true. I don't even know <laughs> if I care if it's true. What's up, Audrey? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um so yeah, so if you want to join us on our Discord, just say the word and we will share with you an invite. Mm-hmm. Um hit us up on any of our platforms message us and just say i want to invite to discord uh the only rule in discord is to be nice to everybody if you are a bully don't even bother because we'll kick you right on out uh mm-hmm. we don't have time for that kind of shit we um, will treat you out the door while we um talk shit about you yeah we will i'll talk mad shit about you <laughs> <laughs> don't be a bully don't be a bully they suck <laughs> um yeah so i you know we got into it today I, I feel like we got. How you guys feel about the conversation today? It was pretty good, huh? Is there anything we didn't cover? Is there anything um, on the normal page that we didn't? I think we covered a lot of the headlines. Oh, did we want to talk about the one place in South Dakota where people are getting? Um, yes. Oh, God. I'm so glad you said that. I don't want to leave before we talk about that. This is um, from Forbes. Let me go ahead and throw it up on the screen here. Um, let me get this over. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. What was it doing? Not what you wanted to do? Listen, if we don't have a technical difficulty at least once in the show, then is it even really a show? 
it's it, it, I hit that go back and it took me back to the Google page and then now I have to go back and it takes my computer a minute because she's you know chugging along and also streaming she's and doing a great job you know she's doing a great job like she is a while we're waiting for that to load um, I just want to say the good news in cannabis um, states have re- that have recently passed legalization laws include New York New Jersey New Mexico and Virginia. Um, but those states passed with zero Republican support and um, some Democratic opposition as well. So, like I said, two wings of the same bird. Um, but understand that they did pass and um, the voters are getting what, exactly what they asked for. For for that. I don't think so. I'm going to say they're not. There's too many. There's too many children who are are not, um, who are are mixed race in the in this world. I, I I'm I'm just gonna say they're not because I believe that. <laughs> you guys, you guys, you can correct me still. It's okay. All right. I'm gonna call people what they want to be called. Honestly. Oh, there it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh yeah, so we have to include yeah. So when we when we talk about um, people who are not white, I would say no, I would disagree with that because um, because there there are plenty of people who are are that have melanin in in their skin and <laughs> lots of it and are not white and not just in America but like all over the world and they're and in America itself. Um, the white majority is starting to be less and less. So I'm going to say, I don't know. Let's do more research on that, everybody. <laughs> so suit the Sioux tribe opening its first legal marijuana business in South Dakota. Well, somebody in South Dakota is doing something right. And they're working on fact that they um, work as a, a reservation laws, like, and they have their own, like, they don't, she said, <laughs> right? I don't know that. Word. What? This, listen, <laughs> y'all, I love all of the different um, terminology for describing white people. I can't even stand it. It makes me laugh so hard. It makes me laugh so hard. I know I am white. I I know, but you, I mean, you can call me unseasoned if you want. I'm not, but, <laughs> but, but I crack up every time I see a video that, that has some kind of like different word or different um, phrase to describe who the person in the video is talking about. And I know they're not talking about me, so it's okay. I mean, some of them might be. That's okay, too. (laughs) Okay, I want to say, but can I just say before we get on this um, suit, while your computer's loading up everything, um, the unused crayon. That's a good one, too. Um, Don't be ashamed of being um, uh, a whatever cornstarch crusader, uh, you know, whatever you want to. There's so many. (laughs) Don't be ashamed of that. Use the privilege that you have to 
not be the person that they're talking about to be better. That's yes. Uh, you, yes. Use your, use your, your uh, non-color to be heard. Um, use your transparency. Well, <laughs> not just to be heard, but not, not for you to be heard. You've been heard. We've been right. heard. Um, to make sure others are heard. And sometimes yes, we have to sit back and shut the fuck up for that, but Correct. not yes. on this podcast, yeah. but, uh, you know, elsewhere. elsewhere. Okay. <laughs> Casinos. Okay. So Sioux Tribe opening first legal marijuana business in South Dakota. How you say we just said they're shutting things down. Um <laughs> <laughs> Despite uh, voter approval, legal cannabis is on pause in South Dakota everywhere except for a tiny town located on an Indian reservation where the Flandreau Santee Sioux will open the state's first legal cannabis business this week. Isn't that an amazing picture there? Um, I'm trying to keep it on there. Uh, so I don't know if it's very how readable that is on screen. But last fall, South Dakota became the first state in the U.S. to legalize as adult use marijuana at the same time as medical cannabis when voters approved a pair of ballot measure. Little has gone to plan since then. A lawsuit backed by the state Republican Governor Kristen Noem may scuttle re recreational cannabis and bureaucratic and legislative roadblocks may delay the state's medical marijuana program from selling its first gram until mid-2022. But starting July 1st, anyone with a medical cannabis recommendation from any state will be able to walk into an old police station in Flandreau, a town of about 2,200 people, 40 minutes north of Sioux Falls, and buy legal cannabis at the Native Nations Cannabis Dispensary, owned and operated by the Flandreau Santee Sioux Tribe. Uh, they opened it way up. They were like, anybody with a medical cannabis card can the tribe is capitalizing on increased acceptance of cannabis as well as their legal rights as a sovereign nation to become the first legal cannabis in South Dakota, said South Seth Pearman, the tribe's attorney general, in an interview on Wednesday. Oh, my gosh. Should we try and get to that dispensary and yes. uh, do a little show uh, and go shop? <clears throat> yes. Um, Absolutely. Under an Obama-era Department of Justice memorandum, federally recognized Indian tribes with cannabis businesses that obeyed state law and kept weed out of the hands of criminals and minors were not priorities for prosecution. The Flandreau Santee first tried to open up a cannabis business in 2015, but chose to close up business and burn its first crop under pressure from law enforcement. Of course. Yes, of course. That is a picture of a law of enforcement officer cutting down plants during a raid um, in 2015 of the Uruk Indian Reservation. Yeah, I'm just going to yeah. ruin good medicine like that. Ugh. And then, yeah. to, you know what makes me mad about, like, can I, can we just pause for a second and let me tell you what makes me mad about that is, first of all, my aura is back. Um, I the know. Sun is, the sun is setting. Um what makes me mad about that is that these same people that do this kind of stuff and make these kind of laws and everything like um, what's his name, John Boehner, then retire and get into cannabis or use cannabis to better their health or whatever the case may be. And I'm just like, but you spent so much time making sure nobody else could have that. And then you, you, and you use your privilege. Oh, I can't. Um, sister mentioned earlier that, uh, you know, these politicians, they go back to DC where it's recreational, you know, adult use legal and they, you know, get to just and they go use it, for, you know, and open. Yeah. it, you know, no big deal. Um, and just saying, 
<laughs> so not saying anything except what we're saying. Uh the rest of this article, just real quick to sum it up, um, that meant waiting until South Dakota caught up to other states legalizing cannabis. After that happened last November, the Flandreau Santee pushed forward with writing and passing its own cannabis regulations that apply within the boundaries of its reservation. Though the state won't issue medical cards until November and though dispensaries won't open up until next year, the state's medical laws take effect July 1st. In sum, all this means anyone buying cannabis in the reservation under the Flandreau Santee's own cannabis laws, which are consistent with state law while also being independent in an arrangement called a compact, won't risk prosecution once leaving the reservation, Pearman says. Mm. Tribal issue medical cannabis cards to anyone with a qualifying condition, but the tribe will also recognize anyone with a medical cannabis recommendation from another state. If the Supreme Court dismisses the law, uh, dismisses the complaint brought by NOAM and state law enforcement officials against Amendment A, the dispensary will also sell cannabis products to anyone 21 and over. The state's first cannabis business, a long but doable drive from nearby big cities without legal cannabis like Minneapolis, is already employing 15 people and could generate as much as $1 million in revenue a month, tribal officials told the Sioux Falls uh, Argus leader, which I'm assuming is a paper. The Flandreau Santee already have a casino on the reservation, but cannabis could get as big as gaming and be as a viable of a revenue source. Easily. It will also provide jobs and economic opportunities and programs on the reservation, like housing roads and schools where they have Mm -hmm. been, where there have been deficiencies for decades. There's still a possibility that Noam or other authorities in South Dakota law enforcement could decide to take action. That would be vastly unpopular and would also violate the reservation's federally protected status as a sovereign nation, potentially triggering, triggering a legal battle for now. That seems unlikely. Um, we're all good for July 1st, Pierman says. I haven't had any communication otherwise. So that's good news. And I'm glad to see them doing it. And I hope to see more tribes do that. Credits for uh, Chris Roberts wrote that for Forbes magazine. Um, Check it out if you want to click on any of those links through the story. Yeah. Um, That's amazing. I love it. And um, New York, there's a tribe in New York doing this as well. So they're just, they're going to open right on up. So um, I feel like, I don't know, is any, are the Seminole tribes doing it in Florida? I'm not sure. Like they have. It would be smart though. I mean, if you already have medical cannabis laws on the books. And I think it's the licensing. I don't know. Yeah. The whole licensing uh, issue that hemmed Florida up for a minute. They probably were like, um, <laughs> we're gonna just but do I our mean, casino. It's tribal, so they can't. Like you were saying, they they have their own set of laws and rules. Yeah. So, as long as they're yeah following um, state law, but they can do it within their own. Uh, you and know exactly. I think so. more if they <laughs> yeah they are so corporate now. Um, I think that if more tribes start doing this, that um, it is, it's going to be big, like the casinos, they could, they could really make a lot of money off of it. And I would you spend really money there. Make some white people mad. Well, of course, listen, we could get into this. 
they're not gonna <laughs> but white people definitely get mad when you do it better and then they come in try to burn shit down but we do have treaties and stuff like that in place to protect um to to protect uh tribal nations so um yeah i just but we've we've seen the uh, american white supremacist government come in and burn down whole towns um because they proved that they could do it better and on their own. So, you know, Um, I grew up outside of that town and did not know anything about it until I moved here because they don't teach it in the history books. No, they do not. And then when they do teach it in the history books, what do they call it? A a race war or something like that. Um, If anyone does not know that is uh, look up the um, black wall street in um, Oklahoma. And it's not the only one. It's just the most well-known. It's not the only place that that happened, though. Correct. Um, but it, the fact that it happens in one place, it's happening everywhere else, people. So, and that is the fact of the matter and, and why, again, we are discussing what we discuss here on the Cannabis okay. Closet. Um, hey, Care. Um, and uh, so, yeah. Yeah, you know, what we discuss about cannabis absolutely ties into all of the other things. I mean, because um, because can first of all, I always I, when we talk about stuff like this, I just want to remind everybody that cannabis has been um, legal in the United States and all over the world for much longer periods of time than it has been illegal. So absolutely, we can take our power back and be where we want to be. Um, we just have to fight together to get what we want and we have to make decisions, you know, based, based on those things. Like we have to pay attention to who we're hiring to do jobs and what the legislation says and are they corrupt? Are they going to listen to us or not listen to us? And, you know, those kind of things. And then there's a, you know, companies that are also thinking on the bigger scale of the import export as soon as it does open up and you, and it opens up for trade. Um, you know, we already, we, we know how things work and capitalism works. So, um, don't be, you know, don't be fooled to think that it won't uh, get into that sense. And, um, I guess if you are a business entrepreneur, get in where you fit in, um, and create your, uh, business, but also protect yourself and, be in those rooms, lobby for what um, we can do to keep our cannabis beautiful and safe. That's a really good idea, Marla, and we will work on getting that done before months. And thank you for that idea. Appreciate that. Um, we'll discuss what that looks like and how that's going to work. Yeah. Um, man, what a great show today. Thanks, everyone that showed up. Thanks, oh, you guys. Hopping into this the comments. Is- this is the hottest the comments have ever been. And we really appreciate y'all. And um, we appreciate everybody who um, shares uh, the, the feed and shares the posters that we put up and everything. We really appreciate y'all. Um, we are trying to increase our numbers on all of our platforms. So definitely look for us um, anywhere you go. Um, sure. Cannabis. Cannabis Closet 420 at gmail.com. Um, you can also find us by recent. I did that. <laughs> you can also, if you can't find us under Canvas Closet 420, you can find us um, at, at TikTok. It's at TCCP because it's TikTok. Um, but everywhere else, um, you can look the Cannabis Closet podcast. So Facebook and YouTube, for example. That's how you're going to find us on there. 
and uh, Cannabis Closet 420 on on many of the other platforms um, uh, is where you can find us. We really appreciate all of the love and support that you guys are giving us. Uh, and and we it's not going unnoticed. I promise you that. Um, anything else? What else do we want to do? Oh, if you guys <laughs> know somebody that needs an education or needs a, a turnaround or needs help building up, uh, give us a call. 970-426-5985. That's uh, CQLLC Cannabis Consulting. Uh, we'll be happy to um, come out and help educate your staff, train your staff, help hire your staff, um, help you build up your store, whatever you need. And if you guys are walking into your, we are happy to do community events as well. Yeah, yeah. we'll talk yeah, about and support um, what the cannabis community does for the community. Yes. Um, you can email us customer service cqlc at gmail.com. Uh, we are really, uh, we really believe that education can help make a better industry. And so that's what we're all about. And we'd love to come hang out with you and your staff and make sure that everything's going the way it should be going. We're really smart and we're pretty. (laughs) We're fucking awesome and fun. (laughs) Yeah. I I only yell a little bit. You gotta be able to hang with us though, in terms of um, (laughs) smoking blunt. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, shoot. With that said, we should smoke smoke that last one huh? before we go. Yeah. Um, you guys, don't forget to be nice to yourself. Remember that the things that you want are going to come to you fully. You don't have to chase them. Just know that they're already yours and they're going to be on their way to you soon. You just got to access them. So first, first step first, be nice to yourself. And the reason I say that is because remember, I say this too. Uh, you got to put your mask on first before you can assist others. Okay. So be nice to yourselves. Uh, cultivate, cultivate love, cultivate what you need to grow. I, uh, yes, all puns intended. I, I love being literally pun, pun like that. It's um, punny. It's punny. Um, yeah. Manifest, you know, manifest what is before you. Like that is, uh, you know, I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen for others. Um, and so say, cape up. I like that too. And y'all come hang out with me and exercise on my discord. You don't have to do the exercise. You can just hang out, come hang out and talk to me while I do the workout. Maybe I'll motivate you. Maybe I won't, but who cares? You know, I do it for here. I do come for discord with us. Come, come discord, discord with us. us. Uh, or just wait and look. I mean, we definitely uh, coffee and cannabis. Uh, you know, if you want to, if you want to do the exercises um, or if you just want a good view, um, come on, <laughs> join us. Um, just want a good view. She'll be doing squats and stuff. It's crazy. Uh, you guys, uh, stay lifted as always. We love you. Thanks for all the love and support. <laughs>